we'll okay. just welcome we'll back. Cut this out. We will. We came back. We did, as promised. Time. Yeah, we didn't wait a year, so you're welcome. We I said mean, a week, and here we are. One yeah, week later. Like pretty much exactly a week later. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Lacey. I'm Brittany. And this week's episode of Misdeeds and Malarkey is going to be a good one, I think. I'm excited. I am. I'm very excited. Um, well, it's your baby. Is the one. I know. I know. Um, I put in all the research on this one. Typically, Brittany's the one who does a lot of our research. Um, but I put in some good time on this one. It's a topic I was very interested in learning about, mostly because I'm an American Horror Story fan. Same. Um, not so much the recent seasons, but, like, I've been watching it since it started on TV. I typically get about five episodes in and give up because nothing is as good as the first four seasons. Yeah. I feel like these these current seasons, I don't know, they just, they hold me in for a couple episodes and then I'm just kind of over it. Yeah, that's how it's kind so, of been lately. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've finished a season since Hotel. Yeah, um... I do just because I have to. My own personality prevents me from stopping anything I start. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I I, <laughs> I almost finished Apocalypse. Is that what that season was called? Um, no. The newest one. Nineteen something. What was oh the no! One where like the Antichrist? That was Apocalypse. Was it called Apocalypse? I think so. Oh, shit. I can't even remember. That's how uninterested I've been. Like, you can test me front to back on the first three, four seasons for sure. All right. So, did I already tell you what this week's episode is about? No, you've just been too busy talking about American Horror Story. Oh, okay, sorry. So I learned <laughs> about this character through American Horror Story Coven, and I was very intrigued, um by the character first of all i love kathy bates she is a queen mm-hmm. if if you want to argue just take it elsewhere i'm not even going to waste my time arguing with you on that yeah we don't need that kind of negativity she has improved american horror story since yes. coming on the show mm-hmm. the third season was her first season i think so heaven yeah and she played the person we're going to be talking about today because it was based off of a real life person oh madame delphine lullery i think i said that right oh shit i'm not sure okay (laughs) so um (laughs) if you don't remember the character um that's okay because we're gonna be talking about her so i'm just gonna start out with her early life and childhood i think it always plays pretty it's important for us to know the childhood because it explains a lot about the way the person acts as an adult Absolutely. So uh, she was born as Delphine McCarty around 1775. Um, but then I also found another date that said she was born March 19th, 1787. Nobody really actually knows when her birthday was, which I thought That's was kind of interesting. That's a big difference. Yeah, I know. That's what, like 12 years. Yeah, that's yeah. like, that's a lifespan back then. <laughs> Yeah, so a couple a couple of places I looked at just said born around 1775, and then one website had this date. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, she was one of five children. Her parents were Barthelme Louise McCarty. That was her father. And her mother Fancy. was Marie Janine Lovable. 
These are some good names. <laughs> I know, I know. To be French. Actually, my maiden name is French, so. Yeah. With your bougie-ass maiden name? <laughs> now I just have a white person last name. <laughs> <laughs> it's very common. <laughs> it, you know what? I spent so much of my life with nobody knowing how to pronounce my last name that I'm cool with just people knowing how to say how to name how to say my name now. Yeah. I can't talk. That came out all twisted. Yeah. Um, um, oh, well. <laughs> um, so her mother was known as the widow La Comte because her marriage to Delphine's father was her second marriage. Scandalous. Uh, so, so I'm assuming, yeah, her first husband died. Her paternal grandfather brought the family from Ireland to New Orleans in 1730. Her parents were, they were pretty important members of the New Orleans white Creole community. Her cousin was actually Augustine de McCarty, who was the mayor of New Orleans from 1815. And one of her uncles was a governor. So also a part of the family, there were lots of rich merchants, army officials, slave owners, big plantation owners. So everybody knew who she was. Her first marriage took place in 1800 when she was 13 years old. She married a high-ranking Spanish official named Don Ramon de Lopez y Angelo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All the these names. names are so fancy. I know. I know. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so because she was a huge part of New Orleans oh because such a huge part of New Orleans was under Spanish occupation her marriage made her a very powerful woman her husband was appointed council general of Spain soon after they were married and in 1804 he went back to Spain he never actually made it there though because he died mysteriously en route hmm yeah Some I'm sorry if uh if the recording picked up me just accidentally bitch slapping my microphone. <laughs> I was wondering what that noise was. Yeah, it's just me trying to fight you're, my microphone. You all right over there? Yeah, it's the <laughs> other hand that hurts. <laughs> Her husband was appointed council general of Spain soon after they were married. And in 1804, on his way back to Spain, oh, he died. He never actually made it. My bad. Oh. Cut that, cut that out. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave historians- it in. No. <laughs> Some historians say he was called back to Spain because he got a promotion as a prominent member of the Spanish court. Mm. But some people also say that it could have been punishment because he was barred from territory in New Orleans. Ah. So uh, Delphine gave birth to a daughter during the trip and following the death of her husband, and then she returned back to New Orleans. She remarried in 1808 to a man named Jean Blanc. He was one of the richest men in the area. He was a merchant, baker, and a lawyer. Triple threat, ladies. Yeah. Jean Blanc. Get ha you ha. with Jean Blanc. Ha ha. <laughs> ha, ha Jean yeah. Blanc. Buy my croissants. <laughs> my little croissant. <laughs> um, so they bought a house on Royal Street where she gave birth to four children. Jean passed away in 1816. Well, he didn't last very long. Yeah. Eight years? Um, yeah, right? So her first one died mysteriously on the way back to Spain, and then this one just kind of died. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Delphine married her third husband in 1825, so about nine years later. He was a physician named Leonard Louis Nicolas Lollerie. And he was much younger than her. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> so she is, yeah, she's getting it. 
Yeah. So. Do you think it has to do with her WAP? Uh, oh, that song makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> There's hoes in this house. I showed my mom that song yesterday. <laughs> her face was bold. Oh my god. If she didn't have my phone in her hand listening to it, I would have recorded it. <laughs> I, I love Cupcake, so like, that song, I'm just like, yes! <laughs> Give me that raunchy shit. <laughs> in 1831 she bought her own property at 1140 royal street she was able to do this pretty much on her own with little influence from her husband somehow she had the money to do it no one's really sure how um in 1832 she had a three-story mansion built on the property with attached slave quarters hmm she lived there with her husband and her two daughters, and she maintained a pretty big position in the social circle of New Orleans. She made it a point to fill her mansion with the most lavish items she could find. She had, like, super expensive furniture and silver and gold plates and art and paintings done by really popular artists of the time. She entertained and hosted parties from her downstairs drawing room, and she became one of the most well-known women in the New Orleans society because of the galas and parties that she would host. They were just so extravagant, and everybody always had such a good time. I love it. Yeah, so she was a big party player. So far, I like her. Am I not supposed to like her? (laughs) No, right? Okay, just hold hold on to your titties. Well, I don't have a bra on right now, so they're not strapped. Things are going to get pretty graphic here soon. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. well, for now, I'm just going to like her, but um, I'll, I'm sure I'll change my mind. Yeah. Everybody who knew her said that she was always very sweet and gracious, and she was just captivating to be around. She had this light to her. But in the home that she was living in, that she bought for herself on Royal Street, she took over the care of a large number of slaves that were used as servants. Um, so the ones that her husband and their family had, and then she had her own, and so she ended up being in charge of all of them. Even though everyone said she was so sweet, there were well-known rumors that she treated her servants with disdain and in a cruel and abusive way. While she was a well-known sadist, the mistreatment of enslaved workers wasn't really a priority of police at the time, especially because she was super wealthy and socially connected um, through herself and her family. Um, but I, I still, I just want to bring it back up that the deaths of her first two husbands are still of unknown cause hmm. at this point, okay? Her last one's still kicking. Okay. All of the visitors that she ever had said she was really kind to her servants, and if one of them trembled or showed any kind of fear or sadness around her, she would soothe them and reassure them. Uh, but despite this, stories of how barbarically she treated them increased. Side note. Side note. Okay. Renowned voodoo queen Marie Laveau lived in New Orleans at the same time as Delphine, and she lived just a couple of blocks from her house. Oh. I have not yet been able to find a confirmed relationship between the two, even though they have a relationship in American Horror Story. That is fictional. But I, I want to say that these women had met and known each other at some point and had some kind of interaction. Are we going to cover Marie at some point? Yes, we are. Uh, October. Spooktober. Mm, spooktober! Um, if, if y'all are into New Orleans folklore, stay tuned. So, um, 
we're gonna just we're gonna get into what happened with the slaves and i just want to give a disclaimer that things are gonna get a little graphic so if you have a sensitive stomach you may want to fast forward a little Uh, bit i have a book with me that's called why you should store your farts in a jar so (laughs) if we need a palate cleanser just give me a random page number and I will read a page from the book. Okay, so after we get into all this uh, terrible shit, we'll, we'll do a palate cleanser. Okay. Because we might need it. Okay. <laughs> all right, so in 1833, Delphine chased a small enslaved girl with a whip until the girl fell off the roof of the house and died. Neighbors said that they saw Delphine cowhiding the girl in the courtyard. She tried to run away and went inside the house and up a winding stairway. She ran from room to room with Delphine following very closely behind her, and Delphine was pissed. She ran up to the roof, and Delphine was super close behind, and she fell off the roof and fell down into the courtyard below. Delphine tried to- She fell, she, or did she get pushed? She, she, I, I don't know. See? That's what, I, that's oh, what I'm oh, saying. Was she okay. pushed off the roof, or did she fall off trying to get away from her? Because she was pissed. Like, she was going to beat this little girl's ass shit yeah. so i don't i don't know for sure um mm. but i do know that she tried to cover up the accident of course unfortunately for her police found the body of the girl hidden in a shallow well built on the property mm. as punishment the authorities fined delphine and made her sell the other enslaved people that were on the estate at the time but this rotten bitch okay she secretly arranged to have her relatives and friends fake purchase the workers for her After that, she had them snuck back into her mansion, where she continued to torture them until April of 1834. Oh, goddammit. I hate her. April? I mean, as soon as it really struck me that she owned slaves, I was like, no, 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 I don't care. I don't care. Get out of my life. I don't need that negativity. Right. But, oh, fuck. On April 11th, 1834, the slaves started the fire! Ryan started the fire! No, the slaves did. (laughs) Good. It is said that a slave. Good for them. Yeah. It is said that a slave that was just done with Delphine shit set fire to the bitch's kitchen. Some people have said that Delphine actually had a nightmare the night before that this shit happened and that she was fleeing the house because it was engulfed in flames. Ugh. Crazy, right? And that's why I yeah. kind of think she might have been involved with a little bit of a little bit of voodoo from our Madame Louveau. Mm. Hmm. As the fire got bigger and bigger, the streets were filled with people trying to help this bitch get all of her expensive things out of her house. There were a ton of witnesses to what is about to happen. The fire oh, was growing very quickly. The kitchen was completely... Um, did you hear that flapping? Yes, I'm sorry. I did. It's okay. They gotta shake it so out every I, once in a while. I turned around and Andy was behind me. <laughs> so th- and then just shook his head. It's okay. He's allowed to. Okay. So the fire grew very quickly, and the kitchen was completely filled with flames, and the upstairs rooms were completely filled with smoke. People said that the only thing this woman gave two shits about was saving all of her valuables before they were burnt to a crisp. She was busy getting all of her robes, her plates, her jewels, and people kind of started to like think out loud, like, where are all this woman's slaves, and why aren't they out here helping and save her shit? Helping her save her shit, you know? Like, why are we helping her? Where is everybody? Um, where is everybody, including her husband? Oh. She she just kept saying, Shit. don't worry about the slaves, don't worry about the slaves, just save my valuables. No, bitch, I'm gonna worry about the slaves. Somebody in the crowd 
mentioned that she had her slaves chained and locked up behind barred doors and that they were for sure going to die in the fire if they weren't rescued. A dozen or more men volunteered to go through the smoke and flames to find the slaves. They broke away the bars between the wing and the attic, and when they opened the doors, there were two old women with heavy iron collars on their necks and feet. By the time they got these two out, the fire had slowed down. The garret was searched, and they found more victims. They were loaded oh, down with chains, and they were super weak because of the way she had been treating them. Um, they were chained to the floors, is what the people who were there were saying. Um, mm. So now we're going to get into the torture deeds. So maybe, Brittany, let's do a palate cleanser before and after the torture deeds, because I think that they are pretty, they're pretty gruesome. Okay, give me a page number. 17. 17. Do, do, do. So I turn to the next page because 17 was all just, there wasn't a topic. Okay. What is sounding? Oh, God. Before the development of antibiotics in the 20th century, there was no effective treatment for gonorrhea, oh. a commonly sexually transmitted disease that can cause sterility. I knew Male sufferers found it painful to urinate and may produce a thick yellow discharge known as gleet. Is this really Infected a palate females- That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Infected females may have similar symptoms but are often symptomless. If the infection is allowed to spread, it can cause severe complications. So let's skip a couple paragraphs. Sounding is not a cure for gonorrhea. It is merely a treatment to address these obstructions. The doctor inserts a long metal probe into the opening of the urethra and uses this device, which is called a sound, to stretch and widen the tube, clearing any blockage. It is said to be an extremely unpleasant experience, and men have been known to faint as a result. (laughs) People do that out of sexual pleasure. Yeah, Albert Fish's nasty ass did it. Oh... So, so much for a palate cleanser. All right, well, let's get into these torture details. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sweating. <laughs> that made me I've blush. been sweating. Oh. All right, eyewitnesses Ho- claim. Hopefully the next palate cleanser's better. Oh. All right, well, things are about to get worse. <laughs> oh, fuck. Eyewitnesses claim that there were at least seven slaves. They were beaten, bruised, and bloodied, and borderline dead. They had their eyes gouged out, skin flayed, and mouths filled with excrement and then sewn shut. What the fuck? One super disturbing report was that there was a woman whose bones had been broken and reset to resemble a crab. And another another woman was wrapped in human intestines. Uh, no. The crab thing just really kind of makes my skin crawl. Being wrapped in intestines is making my skin crawl. Yeah, there were. Pe- were they hers? Yeah, they were her slaves. No, I mean like, were they this woman's intestines? I don't know. Um, uh, I'm not like that would make it any better or any worse. Well, but like, well, I think I, fuck, I might man. know whose intestines they are, and I'll get to that in a second. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. okay, so there okay. were people with holes in their skulls and wooden spoons near them that had reportedly been used to stir their brains. There were some rumors that there were dead bodies in the attic. Their corpses were mutilated to where they could no longer be recognized, and their organs were either not all intact or inside their bodies. So if there were some bodies with intestines missing, I'm assuming that might be where the other intestines came from. 
not a lot makes me like sweat and blah, but this is not this is not the business. I'm sorry, I told you it was brutal. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Some people say that there were only a few bodies, but others say that there were over a hundred. So let's uh let's head in for that second palate cleanser now. I think the worst is over. Okay, give me a page number. Forty two. Forty two. Why do we keep vials of smallpox? We keep vials of smallpox. I'm assuming that's going to be because of um, vaccinations. And, yep, that's all. Vaccinations. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, retaining the samples while developing a more effective vaccine, as well as antiviral drugs to actually treat the disease. To actually treat the disease. So they keep smallpox for research and vaccines. Well. If you didn't know, it's kind of a palate cleanser. Yeah, if you didn't know, folks, now you know. Yeah, take that one with you. Tell people about it. Yeah, we'll find better palate cleansers. Surely be impressed. I like these ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The local press at the time stated that covering one of those atrocities, the details of which seemed to be too incredible for human belief. That's in quotes. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. After Delphine had been exposed to the public, mobs formed outside of her mansion. The numbers increased midday, and by the evening there were so many people that there was no standing room on the pavement of the street front. People were pissed. They were calling her a wretch, and some of them even cried out for her scalp. Also in quotes. Of course, this bitch had an escape plan. Of course. All right. She was honestly a big pussy in the end. I mean, she just runs away. Is she a big pussy or a big man? <laughs> At the time of her daily ride in her carriage, it pulled up to the sidewalk and took Delphine, who was dressed in her usual elegant clothing. When the crowd realized what was going on, they chased after the carriage. People were shouting, Stop that carriage! She's running away! Drag her out! Shoot her! Shoot the horses! Also, Leave the horses out of it. Again in quotes, yeah. We're gonna shoot the horses Leave them out of it. the carriage. The carriage reached Bayou St. John, and she paid the captain of a schooner near the bank a handful of gold to let her aboard. The vessel set sail for Manville. It said she took refuge for ten days near Clairborn Cottages in Covington. Some say that she made her way to New York and then to Paris. But there were also persistent stories that Delphine never actually left the North Shore. It is said she died in Paris in 1834. Side note. I'm going to bring this back around. I said, remember, okay? Her husband okay. was MIA in all of this, and I'm pretty sure he was never seen again. Um, did he get Carol Baskind, or... Yeah, so this is what the third one? Yeah. Yeah. What did this bitch do with her husband's? Everybody's talking about Carol Baskins. Yeah, we need to find out what uh, Delphine did to her husband's. Yeah. Shit. It is said by a majority of sources that I found... That she died in Paris in 1834. Do we think that's true? I don't know. What if she never left New Orleans at all? What if she's still alive today? Um, I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> Unless somebody yeah, Captain america this bitch. Uh, ew. If you're going to Captain America anybody, I don't think it's going to be her. I hope not. Yeah, you know, I would hope so too. You never really know with the state of the world today. For fucking real. I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, American Horror Story Coven uh, was all real. You know, it was a documentary. I heard that they are coming out with a spinoff to Coven 
and it's based on Angela Bassett's character, which is Madame Laveau. I fucking hope so. I love Angela Bassett. I, I would watch the shit out of that she's all She's a queen. You know, let me look this up real quick, because I actually think it was supposed to come out on August 16th. She's a bad bitch. She is a bad bitch. I have, like, 12 tabs open. My laptop is like... <laughs> um... Help! <laughs> oh, hey, here's a uh, random news. So, um, I think this has to do... So, back in Seattle in June, do you remember hearing about um, people finding bags with uh, bodies in them of two people? No. Oh, well, that happened. And uh, they arrested someone today. Oh. Or yesterday. A 62-year-old man. Ew. Yeah. He killed a 27-year-old man and a 36-year-old woman. Oh, that, do you remember the TikTok video where the kid, the, like, girls found the bags when they were playing around on TikTok? No. You don't remember any of that? No. You wild. Oh. Yeah, they were doing, they were, it was some, like, geocaching type app. Are you done looking this up? Yeah, it's bullshit. Oh. It's all a lie. Fucking A. Rumors. I mean. I hate rumors. I can't have it. I can't have anything nice. No. It's like everything I love is destroyed. Hey. All I'm right. nice. No, you're good. My husband's good. It's fine. Everything's good. Everything's All right. Good. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun and a little stressful, but we got yeah. through it. If you uh broke a sweat listening to how she tortured those poor poor people, send us a message on Instagram or Twitter. Tell us about it. What is our Instagram and Twitter? Malarkey is our Twitter. Um, and misdeeds underscore malarkey is our podcast. Wait. That's our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> We're a mess. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't even know, but find us on social media. We, yeah, just and just do a search for misdeeds here, and malar- malarkey. I can't even pronounce the name of our show. Oh, God. <sighs> oh, what like... a disaster. Yep. We are a disaster. We are. Sorry. Thanks for coming well, back. Yeah, thank you for uh, believing in us that we would come back after a week. Yeah, and uh, we will talk to you very soon. Yeah, uh, make good choices. Or don't. Bye. Yeah. Bye.